Hey, welcome to Bro Check This Out, the podcast where two brothers fix each other's pop culture blind spots. I'm Johnny, and with me, as always, is Nick. What's up, Nick? Not a lot. Good. Yeah. That's better than being uh, really super busy or doing things, right? For the most part, yeah. Unless it's something you really want to be doing. Other than that, yes. That's right. Nothing is better than... Like this podcast. Right. <laughs> Get on up. Last time, we listened to Pomplamoose do YouTube funk covers and watched One Punch Man, Punch Men. And this time, I played Robot Unicorn Attack 2, and Nick watched, and I'm not joking here, Sophie's Choice. <laughs> there, if you were, it would be terrible because then you were joking about Sophie's Choice. That's right. And that's what we're going to try and not do here as we dive into Sophie's Choice first. <laughs> Phenomenal. So you watched the movie. Did you like it? I did. Yeah. Um. So, little backstory. Ugh, I'm so tired. Um. So, this is why I'm tired today because of Sophie's choice and how awesome of a movie it was. And like, not the decision that she made. That was not the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem was that I worked swing shift yesterday. So I worked from 11 in the morning till nine at night and then I got home and ate some dinner and then watched about a half an hour or so of uh, a TV show with my wife. And then she turns to me and says, oh, don't you need to watch that movie? And I said, yeah. Did so did she watch it too? No, no. She peaced out. She went and watched tennis and took a shower and then went to bed (laughs) because Sophie's Choice is a year long. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. That is a long movie, isn't it? I watched it like some weekend when I was bored. It's like two and a half hours long, dude. And I started at like 930-ish. I'm so tired. And then I had to get up because today I worked a 12-hour day shift, so I had to be there. I had to leave the house at 6 o'clock in the morning. But did that impact how you felt about the movie? No, actually, I probably liked it better because I was so tired. Okay. Uh, first, first things first. Were you surprised that the dude from Ghostbusters Two that says "a child" was in it? <laughs> it really made it feel like some kind of weird sequel to that movie. A prequel to Ghostbusters Two, where right. he was learning about you know art, Nazi gold, and uh, suicide. Spoiler alert! You know what? Again, no, no spoiler just, alerts. It just is. Dude, we it just is. we just blast through spoilers in this show. It's just yeah, like. That's right. It's like Ghostbusters 2 was a sequel to both Ghostbusters and Sophie's Choice, where it's like (laughs) their love child somehow made it through. Like now he has the weird accent instead of Meryl Streep. But was I right, though? In the last episode, I did say this kind of had like a um, Great Gatsby feel to it, other than the Holocaust stuff. Shelly watched like the first half hour with me, and she said without... Apparently, she hasn't listened to our last episode. Not our Good, because thing. this show is garbage. <laughs> Boo. I disagree. I like it. Um, so, mom keeps that title. But um, Yes, that's yeah. right. <laughs> um, yeah, she watched like the first half hour, and she's like, this is kind of like The Great Gatsby. I said, did you even listen to our last podcast? She said, no. I said, well, that's really weird. Right. And see, and this is why I chose it for you. Like, it's not like I'm going to choose to show you some, like, 
bummer movie. I, you know, I wanted to, you to watch something that I think that is a pop cultural blind spot and something that I think you you enjoy. Right. So I watched this movie and I was like, oh, this is a lot like The Great Gatsby. Yeah, because it's not necessarily about a woman going through the Holocaust like most people think. It's this lady who lives in New York being pestered by this writer. It's a movie about this writer from the South that moves to New York and then meets these bohemian people, one of which happened to have been through the Holocaust. And also the guy from uh, Fish Called Wanda. Fish Called Wanda. Yeah. Yeah. That's this is so awkward. Like that's exactly what Shelley said too. Oh, is that the guy from Fish Called Wanda? I say yeah. <laughs> really, that's her point of reference for Kevin Klein. It is, yeah. Okay, well, hey, Fish Called Wanda is a great movie too. I mean, not nearly. It's. I mean, it's not. It's a little bit funnier than Sophie's Choice. <laughs> uh, yeah, few parts. Yeah. Uh, at least it's not the same reference that Dad would get, which is that In and Out movie. <laughs> oh no. Let's not introduce a dad corner here. I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, Anyway, there was one thing that was very off-putting while I was watching the movie. Like, I'm watching this movie, and I know what's coming because it's old, and I already know what's going to happen. Yeah, everybody knows it's it's about this lady in the Holocaust that has to choose one of her child children to die. Right. Pick which one. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know. The titular choice. Right. And I'm I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for it to happen. I'm waiting to be upset about it. But then like all this other stuff keeps happening. That's also strangely upsetting. It's like, that's just the way that people act with each other. And I don't know. It was, it was good. The one thing though, that was just like, whoa, what, wait, what was the, the part where he's trying to hook up with the, the brunette. Yes. Mm-hmm. He meets her at the beach. Yeah. They end up going to her house she gets a phone, like they're they're making out or whatever, and then they get a phone call, and she picks up a haunted doll, and underneath is the telephone, and she answers it. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. So you're telling me you watched a movie about the Holocaust, uh-huh. and you were freaked out by the scary-looking doll? That was the thing that upset you? There were literal Nazis in this movie. <laughs> yes, there were. And up until that point where the Nazis showed up, the most upsetting thing was the crazy broad picking up a doll to answer the phone <laughs> that lived underneath it. Like, yeah, obviously, real Nazis are more upsetting than pretend ghosts. That's right. But, like, why was that even a thing? Was that really a thing? So was it a haunted doll or was it a child? (laughs) It was a... Oh. Mm. Oh, no. It was a child. Oh, no. It, it It was a tea cozy for the phone, except it was... You know, topped by a, a porcelain doll. I, like, who does I'm that? I'm not, like, 100% sure I remember this doll. Let me look this up real quick. So It's a little Scarlett O'Hare-looking doll. Choice doll phone. Uh, yeah, there sure is. <laughs> Number one thing. It's a little porcelain doll. Yeah, it's, it's really creepy. I was like... It was very odd. I did not expect it. Like she, the phone rings. He's like, don't answer. I'm like, yeah, good call. And then she walks over to a doll and I think, huh? And then she picks up the doll and then under it is the phone. (laughs) And then she just sits there and talks on the phone to her parents while she's holding this doll the whole time. I was like, 
very it's just very off-putting i didn't understand why any of it was happening so this is one thing that i thought when i was watching the movie i was trying to figure out why they showed any of the holocaust stuff this is like supreme like just oscar bait they threw that in there just to do like oscar right is that what you think it happened here why they gave it the Holocaust twist, as it were. Yeah, exactly. Like, to me, it could have just been a movie where this young writer meets this, like, uh, eccentric, crazy guy that sometimes beats his girlfriend who just happened to have been in the Holocaust. Like, it seems like she could have just, like, explained some of these things, and it didn't need to have that whole, like, flashback. Like, you were complaining that the movie was two and a half hours long. It could have been, like, a tight 145 if they didn't show the, the couple of bits from the flashbacks in the Holocaust. Yeah. Especially the choice part at the end, which was, like, not... I, w- I don't want to say who cares. Obviously, that was, like, a powerful, gut-wrenching scene, but it was almost kind of tacked on at the end, literally tacked on at the end. It, yeah, it was. No, I agree completely. And they could have... The thing is, is I, I'm i assuming that The Great Gatsby was written first. Because that's old, isn't it? Yeah. When was this written? 1979. So basically, it's just a retelling of The Great Gatsby. They didn't get a different hook. Yeah, that makes sense. So instead of, instead of it being the Roaring Twenties, it was the other big thing that happened. And it was, you know, the Holocaust. Because mm-hmm. it was kind of a big deal. It was, yeah. Yeah. There's another movie that it reminded me of, a very off-color movie called uh, The Dreamers. Did you ever see that? No. Who's in that? Oh. People that you recognize but don't know their name. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, man. What is that? See? I can't even do it right now. It's the, the, the lady from that uh, Paraguayan children thing. The What is that called? Let's see. I'm looking at the list of this. The Dreamers. It's 2003. A young American studying in Paris. In 1968, strives up a friendship with a French brother and sister set against the background of the 68 Paris student riots. Yes. Now, the thing that doesn't get explained too much is that in that little bit there, the eccentric couple is the brother and sister. Oh, fun. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't recognize anybody's name in this cast. The 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 brunette, the broad with the the big eyeballs. Eva Green. Yeah, her. She's been in stuff. If you see her, you you'd recognize. She's it. in Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. It's the Peregrine Children thing. I told you she was in that. Oh, she was Vesper in James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I know who that is. Yeah. Anyway, and then the guy he plays a lunatic every once in a while. The blonde guy, the Michael Pitt, I think his name was. Brad's uh, eccentric brother. I don't know if they're brother or cousins. They don't look a lot alike. All right. I'm on IMDb. It specifically says he's not Brad Pitt's brother. Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Anyway. But, yeah, same kind of vibe where it was the sort of um, slightly outcasted kind of figure, kind of loner, who gets lumped in with an eccentric couple who is very bohemian and wild and they run around doing fun stuff and take him along because it's fun to, you know, impose your will on someone. And, uh, you know, by the time it's all said and done, the eccentric couple goes off and bees eccentric and, uh, the loner ends up alone. Well, in Sophie's choice, they don't go off and be eccentric. They, they do a murder suicide. (laughs) I don't know that it was a murder suicide. I really think that it was probably just, 
a suicide suicide like a a suicide pack oh okay yeah Mm -hmm. that makes sense we're both broke let's just die that makes sense not broke like no money broke like we don't also they were broke too because they had to share that house with like a thousand other people I mean, yeah. Yeah, and that was what's weird. At the beginning of the movie, he's like, I'm going to move to Brooklyn. And then he moves into, like, a house. A real weird pink house. Yeah, this doesn't look like Brooklyn. I'm imagining, like, a Spike Lee movie. And he's, like, rolling up on, like, the X-Men mansion. (laughs) I guess, yeah, kind of like a Pepto-Bismol mansion, yeah. But it's the same thing when Dad tells his stories about growing up in New York, and then you see pictures of his house in the suburbs. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, it all sounds like, you know, a Bronx tale until you see what really went on. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and what happened to that guy from the Bronx tale? The actor? Didn't he, like, kill someone? Or Did he? Yeah, the guy from the Bronx tale killed somebody. This is a dark episode, Nick. This is a dark episode. <laughs> I know. What happened? Oh, I know what happened. Sophie's <laughs> Choice. That's what happened. Thank you for doing this to us. But aren't you glad you saw it? Like, you know the jokes and now, yeah. Okay, so honestly, as far as what this is supposed to actually be doing, this little experiment of a podcast, filling in the gaps of our pop culture knowledge. Right. Yeah, I'm glad I saw it because it is referenced in friggin' everything, and now I know exactly what they're talking about. And I think it's one of those things that people reference, but they've never seen. They just know, like, the high-level things. And that was my point making you watch this was that it's not, like, just some crazy, like, Nazi movie. It's about, like, you know, this guy growing up and being a writer. Right. And there was other stuff in it, too, that I was like, oh, this is kind of like that. Oh, this is kind of like that, where you can see that the references are are broader than just someone having to make a hard choice. There's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, right. But all in all, other than the Holocaust, it's kind of and the murder suicide or suicide suicide at the end. It was a fun movie, though, right? Like if there wasn't all the Nazi stuff, I'd be like, wow, this is a lot of fun. These guys are like on a kind of a crazy romp. This is neat. Yeah. There was, there was, I liked the crazy romp part. Yeah, I like seeing people having picnics and stuff. I don't like watching people die in Auschwitz. I, I'm on the record saying I don't like people watch, uh, dying in Auschwitz. Good. I'm glad that there's a record. <laughs> know this thing. Know this one thing about me. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So they uh, lived in that weird X-Men mansion mm-hmm. in the Bronx. <laughs> Which reminded me of uh, some of the pictures that mom was showing me this week. Wait a minute. Is it time for Mom Corner? Let's do it. Hey, welcome to Mom Corner, the part of the show where we talk about our moms. Hi, Mom. Wait, did you you say about our moms? About our moms. (laughs) Word to our moms. We came to drop bombs. I got more rhymes than the Bible's got psalms. Oh. Yep. That was nice. Yep, that was. That was from the song Jump Around. Well, I didn't expect that you wrote it just now. No, no, so. no. That was House of Pain back in like the 90s. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, our, so mom was showing me pictures that she took when dad lived in New York recently. And uh-huh. it was weird that she was taking pictures in like just like some random like suburban neighborhood. And then in the background was like the Chrysler building. It was very bizarre to me. Yeah, that would be weird. Yep. So um, that's that part on Mom Corner. But also, she tried to change the ending of our show. 
I mean, she didn't try to change the ending of the show. No, we had just, we had an ending that we agreed on that this would be a fun ending, and then she's like, "Oh, yeah." She texted you. She colluded with you on the side and said, "Hey, Nick, why don't why don't you just do this thing instead? Wouldn't this be way better?" That's not how it went down in the slightest way. Uh, Basically, she what really happened? To that. No. Well, she you picked up on it incorrectly i'm gonna tell you right now what happened okay we were talking saying stuff whatever uh talking about you know the podcast and whatever else and she said something i don't remember what it was but i was like oh i should mention that in the podcast and i said oh you know what else i should mention is run fast jump high and she's like oh ha 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 do that and i forgot about it until the end of our last podcast where I said, oh, I suppose I should squeeze this in since I said I would. See, you know what I think makes me the most mad about that whole deal? It's actually a way better ending than the one I came up with, and I'm a little upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> Are we? Okay, so I guess the the question now is, do we do the mom ending, or do we just hold fast and do what we were originally no, doing? No, 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 no. We go straight up stealing from the McElroy brothers and do a really fun one-line ending. And I think you should end the show. You snuck it in last time. Well, I just this say is, the thing. Now you're ending the show every week. Or every other week, or whenever we do this. Fair. You start it, I'll end it. Let's do this. You started this, you're going to okay. end it. And that's the end of Mom Corner. Bye, Mom. Bye, Mom. Mama. Uh, so, man, this is a weird vibe Ooh. in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Let's get weirder and talk about unicorns jumping through the skies. Absolutely. Fantastic segue. I played... Robot Unicorn Attack 2 from Pickpock and Adult Swim Games. So, I guess my first question is, how did you find this game? Is this something that, like, your kids plays? Because it seems like a game for... A child. <laughs> Way to bring it around. No, I, I think I... I don't know where I saw some kind of ad or commercial for a different Adult Swim game. That I don't remember because it wasn't as memorable. But it was fun and I thought, oh, this is fun. Let me see what other apps they have. And I stumbled across that and I was like, this is just the right mix of 80s metal and ridiculous. And Lisa Frank uh, folder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It was, I, I don't know, it was fun. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, so, so this game Robot Unicorn Attack 2 is like an endless runner game where you play a robot unicorn and all it does is just run and run and run and you have to hit jump or dash to attack as part of the unicorn the titular attack to blast through like rocks or enemies or whatever and all it is is just this crazy music and then this unicorn running across basically a lisa frank uh, folder so as part of the show we try to do like if you watch a movie you watch it for about an hour and a half or two and a half hours. We say watch three episodes of the show. So that's about an hour and a half right. there. So I determined, right. I was determined to play Unicorn Robot Unicorn <laughs> Attack 2 for an hour and a half. And I think I did like it. Like straight through? No, no, not at one time. Good. Oh. No, no, oh. no, no. <laughs> you will melt your brain doing that. Don't do yeah. that. It would be so repetitive. That's so bad for you. Yeah. 
So yeah, so there's this fun music. Hey, let's play a few seconds of the music now. So it's just that over and over again. So I think by listening to that music and kind of understanding my description, you kind of get the vibe about that. You keep saying Lisa Frank, and I don't. I I got like more of a late seventies metal art kind of vibe. Yeah, it was like if a guy that painted the sides of panel vans in the seventies. Yeah, and decided to had a, had a daughter, and he needed to make a video game for her. <laughs> this is kind of what he would yeah. make. Yeah, he's like still like I'm hardcore. I'm never going to give up the metal, but also you know rainbows yeah right did you uh, apparently you only played for about an hour and a half total but i mean my runs are maybe they don't go by time they go by points huh right yeah so i think i got like twenty thousand points at one point so like yeah if you're running you until you hit something and then you're you know one of your three wishes is done because they don't want to say that you died or whatever so and uh, and then <laughs> the robot unicorn blows up it's funny but yeah so like you can really only play the game for about like maybe a minute or two at a time before you hit something. Right. Uh, did you play enough to get like unlock any of the other stuff? Did you look through any of that? Yeah, like I got some of the power-ups where like that you magnet and and all like the gems oh. fly towards you and stuff like that. Did you see all the little add-on stuff they have for it though? Like you can you can make your unicorn look different? No, did you have to pay for that? Because I wasn't going to pay for this. No, if you if you earn enough of the points by playing, then you can just do it. So what are, what are the other things that you can bolt onto the unicorn? So like the unicorn starts out just looking like a just a metal robot unicorn, right? Mm-hmm. You can add all kind of other extra. You can add wings so that it's a Pegasus unicorn, mm. which is even more metal. And then you can make it have like there's like mods where they make it look like it's got torn up shredded bat wings or whenever it takes a step little bits of fire fall out of its feet so it looks like a little demon horse oh that's awesome actually that's really cool yeah i didn't get that far and like the little streamer color behind it that's a rainbow you can do different colors so it's not like a rainbow there's all kind of different stuff dude there's there's fun stuff oh man okay well then i'll play it more for sure because i did enjoy it i just don't play a lot of mobile games other than words with friends and I really only played that with you and mom, so it's words with mother. Right. More than words, words with friends. With yeah. It's so weird when you say it like that. It sounds so much like psycho. <laughs> I play words with mother, and I have a doll cover on my <laughs> cellular telephone. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, how awkward would that be if you just had to reach up inside a little doll and pull out your cell phone every time? Or if I was at work and I got a phone. Sorry, guys, I got to take this. <laughs> Yeah, you just go pick up your doll and yeah, walk out the room. Yeah, I have room. a porcelain doll, yeah, <laughs> pressed <laughs> against my head. Especially if you start calling it mother. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, mother's on the phone. <laughs> mother's on the phone. Let me hold this porcelain doll to my skull. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, yeah, they uh, they actually have a like some Christmas mods, too, so you can make it look like a robot reindeer. Oh, that's festive. Yeah, very festive. I, like I don't have enough points to make that happen. But, yeah, like you said, it's it's very repetitive. It's kind of I I almost exclusively play video games on my cellular phone. I don't really play Xbox or Oh, yeah, no this is a perfect game for your phone where you just want to like you're standing in line at Walmart or something to check out your mm-hmm. groceries or whatever. It's just like, okay, let me play this for a few minutes or you know, if you're at work for like 10 seconds and it's like, well, I have 5 minutes to a meeting or 
I can play Robot Unicorn Attack 2 for like 10 seconds and, you know, yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. For that sort of thing, it's a nice filler. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I think that's uh, that's it. Those are the two things. Uh, let's discuss what we're going to watch, listen to, or whatever for next week. What do you got for me? Oh, I've got a thing for you. Oh, okay. Is this going to be retribution for what I just made you watch? I mean, call it what you want. I wouldn't because <laughs> I actually enjoy this. There's uh, there's a reality TV show that I would like you to check out. <laughs> I am not a fan of very many reality TV shows. Okay. But one that I have very much enjoyed is, uh, well, there's one that's on now that I really like, but one that's related to it that was just a real kick in the pants mm-hmm. was uh, Bachelor Winter Games. So you're watching Bachelor Winter Games, and you're going to let me know. They've only done it once, so it'll be very easy to find. Oh, okay. So they, they couldn't top it, and they're like, no, what? That's, this is it. No, they only did it la- the after the last uh, Olympics. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. It was the it. first time they tried it. And it's, it's, inter- it's more interesting than regular Bachelor because it's a bunch of people who have been on other Bachelor and Bachelorette shows, but from other countries. So it's not just... The people you know. From- I have not seen any of these people, and I don't know who they are, so it's all new to me. Yes. There's one person in particular that I'm excited for you to tell me how much you enjoyed next time we speak okay. about this. And I'll see if I can guess who the person is. I feel like you should be able to guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bachelor Winter Games. Bachelor Winter Games. Uh, okay. All right. See, now I have a good suggestion for you this time around. You said that you hadn't seen any episodes of Black Mirror. I saw one episode once. Right. It's an anthology miniseries, so every episode is different. So it's not like you're watching a TV show. It's more like the Twilight Zone where every episode is different. Right. Okay. So I want you to watch the episode called The USS Callister. Okay. Hold on. I got to. I got a note take. Oh, there's my notes for this episode. Crazy Dollphone and the Dreamers. Good. I'm glad you took uh, notes this episode. That's nice. You're becoming a podcast professional. I like it, Nick. (laughs) Okay. All right. I think you'll really enjoy it. This is kind of my apology for Sophie's Choice. I know you'll dig this. And if you don't, I don't know you at all because you will like this. I'm sure I will. I, I liked the one episode that I watched, so... I'm sure I'll like this one. Okay. And I have other episodes that I'd like you to watch, but we won't necessarily cover on this podcast because of content reasons. Content reasons. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And continent reasons because they all take place in England. Right. Only American Tales and American Tale. When's the last time you watched American Tale? Also another Holocaust movie. You know what? We've come full circle, guys. That's it. That's it for Bro Check This Out. And as always... Run fast and jump high. Bye. Goodbye.